is a type of medicine that trains your body to fight any foreign agent. Plants are helpful for the ecosystem. It's an electronic device for storing and processing data. The nervous system is all the collection of nerves in your body. Yeast is a eukaryote. Welcome to Spectacular Science, where it's all about science, with your host, Hey listeners, welcome back to this episode of Spectacular Science. I'm your host, Akshay. Planet Earth. It's the only planet in our solar system that hosts life, at least as of now. But how does this planet support life, and what qualities does it have in order to keep life thriving? Well, in this episode of Spectacular Science, I'm going to take you on a deep dive into the science of of life and why earth is able to host life but other planets like mercury can't host life and what qualities the earth has that these other planets do not we'll also look at exoplanets and what criteria scientists are looking for for exoplanets that may potentially have active life on them let's take a deep dive into this interstellar and life science What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the term Earth? Well, when we hear the term Earth, the first things that come up in our mind that a terrestrial planet where all forms of life from basic living microorganisms to highly sophisticated intelligent human beings exist. By the way, a terrestrial planet is a planet that's made of rocks and minerals. Well, how does this Earth even have life in the first place? Well, Earth is the only planet that uses the sun's light as a useful source of energy. And without the sun, and without the sun's heat and light and radiation, Earth would just be a lifeless ball of ice-coated rocks. The sun regulates the temperature of water bodies, weather patterns, and provides energy to the growth of plants. There's also the distance of this earth and sun and that makes it a perfect reason for life to exist because it receives the perfect amount of heat and light to allow life to be created and support it. Scientists call this zone the Goldilocks zone because it's not too hot or not too cold. It's just right. The sun helps drive photosynthesis in plants which helps create energy on our plants. Importance of the Earth's atmosphere is another thing. The Earth's atmosphere consists of layers of gases that surround the Earth. They're the exosphere, thermosphere, mesosphere, stratosphere, and troposphere. These are basically the layers of the atmosphere. The air content and favorable atmospheric pressure, which is how much air is pushing down us, also supported most of the living creatures. The air content of carbon dioxide on Earth is less than of the planets like Venus, Mars, and Mercury. The less air content of carbon dioxide helps to moderate the Earth's temperature and is absorbed by plants during photosynthesis to produce oxygen. Most human beings and animals all inhale oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide. There's a lot of oxygen and nitrogen in the air. These are gases that are necessary for life. And these gases are present, which obviously helps us live. 
We also have to thank the Earth's atmosphere for, for protecting us from solar flares and radiation. The sun emits harmful radiation as well, and our atmosphere tries to block most of that out. If it did, if Earth didn't have such a thick atmosphere, we would all just burn to a crisp. And also, we would not be able to survive because of the intense radiation coming from the sun. The sun is helpful, but can also damage us. And that's why we have the amazing atmosphere. There's also something that we probably all know that helps life. That's right, it's water. Water is necessary for all life. Let it be bacteria to giant T-Rexes that used to live millions of years ago and back to even us humans. We all need water. The water on our planet helps regulate body temperature on many animals and just basically helps them live and to create energy and to perform living functions. Without water, none of us would survive. We need to thank water mostly for our existence. The water is abundant on Earth. Over 90% of the Earth's surface is covered by water, but only a small amount of that is fresh water, which is water that we humans and other animals can drink. So the water plays a huge role in how the Earth has life and how the life has developed on Earth. Now, how did this water get on Earth? Well, when the Earth first formed, there was already there's not much water on it. But as asteroids and meteors came down and hit the Earth's surface, they deposited little amounts of water. And the Earth also got all the water from dead stars and other interstellar dust. And that's how Earth is today. The set, not over 90% of water on the surface, that's how it got there. And we need to thank that water for our own existence. Water also plays a huge role in all of these living things. And water really is our superhero. The climate is also very important. Earth has very favorable climates, and it's not too hot or too cold. Earth has a su suitable climate for all the living things because of the moderate amount of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases. That means that these gases can't trap too much sunlight in and keep the planet cool, but not too cool, or else we'll go back into the ice age. That's why we still need some carbon dioxide and greenhouse gases in the air, but we just don't need too much or our Earth will get too hot. Now, enough talking about Earth, let's talk about exoplanets. Scientists are still looking for exoplanets that may have life, and they may have aliens. Well, scientists are just thinking that they might not be intelligent creatures, but they might just be microbes or tiny living organisms. They might not be what you're expecting, like the Martians in some of the movies, but they're still pretty cool because we still have alien life. All these characteristics that we just talked about, these are what scientists are looking for in exoplanets, or maybe even if they had this in the past. They definitely need water, a good atmosphere, a suitable climate, and they need a good atmosphere for all these animals and plants and anything, basically, even microbes and microorganisms to survive. You also need to be placed in the Goldilocks zone, which is basically a sweet spot in between. We need all these characteristics, no matter Earth or even exoplanets, for life to exist. We need to thank all of this and for the Earth for giving us a place to live and set up a civilization. 
it's so cool to just think about how this earth formed, how our universe formed, and how we are some living things in the middle of this giant void of space. And we still haven't found other animals, but we might find some aliens. Well, not really aliens. They're microbes. I'm going to try to discover some exoplanets and maybe some alien microbes. But before I go, what do we learn today? We learned that Earth is able to support life because of the presence of water, the atmosphere, the climate, and its place in the solar system. We have to thank the sun, first of all, for all this energy and light that helps create the Earth. And the water that helps us basically live. And Earth is also a terrestrial planet. And terrestrial planets basically mean that they're made of rocks. And we need a surface to stand on. So we need the terrestrial planets. Earth has all these things that help it maintain and sustain life. But other planets also have them. Exoplanets, which are planets that are outside of our solar system and even our galaxy, might be able to host life. If we check, if we make a checklist and check them off, they may be able to host life if they follow these characteristics that make life, well, life. We have to thank the Earth for hosting our entire life and our civilization. And just it's just cool to think about that there's so much going on in our everyday world. And the life has a long story behind it. It's because of the Earth that exhibits so many of these characteristics. And that helps us live. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spectacular Science. Spectacular Science is produced and hosted by me, Akshay J. Raman. Our theme song and additional music are by Charan Ramachandran. Special thanks to Varn Ramachandran. Please visit my podcast website, SpectacularSci.com, to find interactive activities, blog posts, articles, and all of our episodes. You can also find the link to sign up for the Spectacular Science membership where you get lots of bonus content to keep you thinking about science. My favorite of those is the fact of the day when you get a fun science fact every day. Sign up at spectacularsci.com membership. Please follow or subscribe to this show on any podcasting platform or wherever you're listening right now. It really encourages me when you subscribe, and it means a lot. Thank you so much. I always love hearing from my listeners about science, and I just love interacting with my listeners. So please contact me at spectacularsci.com contact or email me using the link posted on the page. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you on the next episode of Spectacular Science next week. Keep thinking about science.